Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. Then why do you want to kill me? <laughs> I don't, don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. You're garbage. You kills for money. Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. To them, you're just a freak. Like me. They need you right now. But when they don't, they'll cast you out. Like a leper. See, their morals, their code. It's a bad joke. We've dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these, uh, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, aka Babylonia 6, uh, with my co host. This is Eli, aka The Disinfectinator. Yes, that is another porn name that will work if this podcast thing don't work. So, yeah. Prepare to be disinfected. <laughs> <laughs> Very good at having a porn industry, actually, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're back with another episode, and yeah, like I said, more crazy stuff going on right now. Eli, let's start with something like very, very weird right now. We might have to start with a, a, a death that just happened this week because this COVID nineteen is going insane. Uh, and that's uh Kim Jong Un. Is he really dead? We don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. I mean, you know how the uh, Korean, you know, they can the, the news and the media they control the media over there, so we don't know if he's dead or not. I thought he can't die. I That's thought what they he's say. like he, a god. No, they he can't shit. poop. Yeah, he's like a god or some shit. Right. <laughs> so he'll live on through others. So it's funny. We don't know what's going on right now. They say not that COVID-19, if he is dead, COVID-19 killed him, but he said he might have died through a, a heart you know, surgery. But actually, it might have been COVID-19 also. We don't know. They're just claiming huh. everything right now. But the funny thing is, not funny, but peculiar thing is when the news of him started trending that he might be dead, Guess what else started trending? The okay. interview. Seth Green, oh, Seth Rogen, movie, yeah. and and Franco. Yeah. Yeah, so that movie started trending also. Uh, it's like they predicted this movie a while ago, you know, so weird shit. I mean, some people don't know whether to be happy about this or not to be happy about this because, you know, like if something happens, you know, they might bring in somebody even worse than him. So, we don't know. Or maybe yeah. some lie. We don't know. I want, yeah, I'm wondering, like, uh, everyone, I know a lot of people are like, woohoo, and like, yeah, yeah, another dictator gone, but yeah, I'm like, well, what's going to happen now over there? 
I mean, exactly. China, China, China gonna try and move in or some shit. That 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 ain't gonna be cool. Right. That's the thing. You know. You know what they always say: the devil you know. I don't know the rest of that <laughs> quote, but I know that part. So that would totally just round out the year, just great. Right. <laughs> Twenty twenty going to twenty twenty. Yeah, right when America's got their fucking pants down. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these nukes in my basement. <laughs> so much room China, for activities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's one. And another uh death I did want to bring up also. This one is due to uh COVID nineteen, which was a, a rapper that is named Fred the Godson, who uh Eli I was actually following. Before this, one. oh yeah, yeah, he had like a bunch of mixtapes out. He's a New York rapper, you know, been around for a while. Never had like a a big big buzz and like that, but you know, had an underground following, you know. And he posted, you know, uh, stuff on Instagram saying that you know he was sick with COVID nineteen. People were telling him to pull through. Hope he get better. Early this week, finds out he didn't, and he was uh died to due to complications from COVID nineteen because COVID nineteen doesn't kill you. It breaks down your immune system, so other stuff can kill you. That's how how does that get you? So the reason yeah. I wanted to bring this up, Eli, and I hate to go this because uh, I'm looking at the disparity of deaths versus COVID-19. And remember I joked about how black people say we're supposed to be immune to it? <laughs> yeah, turns out we're getting killed on it, uh, by it more than anybody else. And, so, yeah. and, the, and the funny thing yeah. is about it is because the reason I want to talk about this is because, like I said, Gomer brought this up earlier. When when we didn't think it was as serious as it was, when he said that it's only going to attack people, you know, that have pre-existing conditions. Well, in the United States, that's mostly black people. Because yeah. the reason I want to say that, because if you look at like the, one of the highest uh, killers in the United States of what the highest cause of death in the United States is heart disease. By far, the leading cause of uh, the highest victims of heart disease is black men at a certain age. And so it's yeah. going to attack us also. So. Yes, the, they're saying it only affects you if you have pre-existing conditions. A lot of black people have those same pre-existing conditions. They just don't get treated. You know. Yeah. Um. It's it's the thing, and it, and that's yeah. Oh, and it's and it's also uh you know a lot of you know poor and disenfranchised neighborhoods, they don't have the best air quality. You know. <laughs> that's true. You know, I mean, I, I you know the 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 houses are full of asbestos or dust and. You know, people, you know, from the hood just have allergies and they, you know, you know, they, and, they and just, look at the restaurants. They're not, they're not as healthy. Also. Yeah, they're not. They're not just not healthy. They eat crappy, cheap food and don't take care of themselves. And I mean, there's no you know, Ruth Chris down the street, you know, in the hood, you know, or, yeah, or Olive yeah. Garden or anything like that. A salad bar, you know, you, know, you got McDonald's yeah, on yeah. every other street, churches, Popeye's, you know, fast food yeah. that's likely to kill you, you know. Yeah. And, and he's gone Kool Aid, yeah. full of sugar. That's why you know the same thing happening in Indian country. The Navajo Nation is getting hit really hard, you know, uh, and they're confined to that little area that they're in. So they're you know Native communities are getting affected as well. And and yeah, same thing with them. They're diabetes, obesity, all that shit that's rampant in 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 you know in Native the Native community. Right, and that's so, that's yeah. why it's hitting you know uh, the underclass so hard and thing is with another thing with uh with bl black people eating you know with our eating habits things like that fences like soul food soul uh, food is not good soul food will kill you thing is uh there yeah. is no vegetables anything in soul food even if the vegetables you do have have pork in them so uh <laughs> and and you know what the thing and if this thing was actually uh handed down like a long time ago it was handed down by slavery 
you know, it affects yeah. us from that point of view because, like I said, the slaves and not even just slaves, just like you know, uh, we were just talking about the underclass. Like they had very poor, res uh, very limited resources of what they could eat and what they get their hands on. What they did have hands on, you know, the pigs that were out there and the foods out there. So they would pretty much chop up the pig any single kind of way they could. Pigs yeah, feed, they got pig the nose. Scraps. Yeah, the they got the scraps. You right, know? for survival. Yeah. That's like that's all yeah. you can eat, you know. Yeah. But it no, went no from... one in the no one in the big house was eating chitlins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the problem that though eventually what was food that was survival got handed down to tradition. So yes, they were forced to eat chitlins. Now all of a sudden chitlins is like some kind of uh hand down recipe. No, pig intestines is not supposed to be a, a a recipe that your mom teaches you to to pick. No, it's not supposed to happen like that. And you know, those eating habits like that are catching up with us. I mean, it's been it's been killing us for a long time, but this COVID nineteen is just really exposing those facts also. So yeah. Oh, I mean, like I said, we understand that there's not a lot of, you know, even now when you're in the underclass, you're limited on the resources you have to eat because, you know, you got McDonald's every street. There's really no salad bars around here, but gotta, we got to make some changes. That's all I got to say, because like I said, uh, Fred, the guy's son, great rapper, not in the best shape. You would not get him confused with LeBron James. Sorry. He's 30. He's only in his 30s. He was in his, he 30s, was in his 30s, but he was on the heavier side. Yeah. You know, so, so it, the, well, this is this this whole notion that oh, it's only killing old people. That ain't true. That is not true at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's move on past that. So, what what else we had to talk about on the list? Eli? I don't have a list in front of me. Oh, did you hear? I just heard that Scarface is in. Uh, he's like on dialysis. He's got kidney failure or something. He's got this kidney failure. He's on dialysis right yeah. now. Said yeah. COVID nineteen hit him pretty hard. Oh, uh, I, I hope nothing happens to Scarface. I hope she pulls through. But this, the way they're talking about it, it doesn't look good for him either. And this is because of COVID COVID nineteen also. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. that yeah. Yeah. So prayers are for Scarface. We don't want anything to happen to him. But yeah. But like I said, we're gonna get a lot of these crazy stories because we're still ramping up in COVID nineteen right now. We're not even hit the the midpoint. They said really gonna like hit in May when it gets real, and because we. I mean, the United States has already like bypassed everybody by far. So yeah, but yeah. This has only been one month. It's only been a month. When it month like of, when month it, and like a half, one full yeah, maybe like a month and a half, something like that. And we hit it just as hard. So uh, and I was following China, and they had like three to four months before they started getting better. But they took they took took it seriously. <laughs> I mean, did they? I don't think they did. They tried to hide as much as they can until it just got to well, the point. I mean, they, they well, they were building hospitals in three days and like force fucking feeding or force feeding, but forcing people to take <laughs> temperatures and shit. They got like really ill about it and, and that shit. But, the, oh, <laughs> but yeah, that shit people was with canes in the street and shit. <laughs> yeah. And that ain't happening here. So, you know, I mean, we got protesters out there wanting their freedom back. You know. Yeah, people still having house parties at night. How are you gonna have a house party at yeah. night when you you got mask on, but you take the mask off to just drink and smoke all day? No, that doesn't work like that. You know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Georgia has opened back up, and their their cases are just skyrocketed because of that. Yeah, I mean, it it it'll, it'll probably level off a little bit during the summer because that's what viruses tend to do. But it'll come back in the fall, and I don't know. I mean, my my state, the governor just canceled school for the year rest of the year mm -hmm. so um you know but he's going by like worst case scenarios he's you know he wants to prepare for he's preparing for this state to turn into new york so who knows hopefully it doesn't get that bad but you know but our state had as i mean i don't know if i mentioned this but 
we the teachers went on strike like a couple weeks before the quarantine. So I think that's why our numbers were so low for a while mm-hmm. because kids were out of school f- for like two weeks and then the quarantine happened. And so, so yeah, the kids have been out of school since like almost February. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot what school looked like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my, my daughter, she's like up all night all the damn time. And yeah, she's a total, you know, I mean, party th- time this, is, this is the new normal, Eli. This is, I mean, <laughs> this is what we have to get used to now, you know? Yeah. You know, and so, so hopefully people are getting, you know, adjusted and not going crazy. Hopefully people are still keeping their mental you know, health up and hopefully this is help you out. Also, like I said, we try to do this podcast to like lift spirits. Cause we know the rest of the world is fucked right now, but we're trying to lift spirits. We're trying to have fun with this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've been busy as fuck all week. I'm like, God damn, I got to read this. I got to watch that. I got to write this. I got to <laughs> you and like... your other 15 podcasts you record. <laughs> yeah. Before. I was like, damn. <laughs> and now Leroy wants to meet it. Wants me to read a comic. I read three times already. Shit. <laughs> 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 like you like yeah i want an easy week this week like this book isn't fucking easy man <laughs> i mean i read it but i like read it once like five years ago maybe more than that so i completely forgot everything that happened you know uh but like i said we're gonna talk about that one i'm gonna i'm gonna deep dive we're gonna deep dive into that one uh what else oh public service announcement i don't know if i should say it. yeah i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it trump supporters don't drink bleach we are smart like everybody else is smart enough not to do that but just because Trump said drink bleach, even maybe in a joking manner, people are like, well, maybe that'll kill cor- Corona. Yes, it will kill Corona. It absolutely and you, will. And you also. <laughs> is this actually, like I saw these reports that people are actually doing, like like the poison control centers are getting calls. Is that actually true? I, I don't know. Just- I don't, I saw those same reports also, but I didn't click on them. There were some yeah. not reputable sites I saw that from, so it may be clickbait. So I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping nobody that's stupid to do that. Uh, yeah, that, that I mean, uh, it's sad enough as it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Trump out here acting like Jim Jones, you know, handing out everybody Kool-Aid cups, you know, like, no, don't yeah, do that. Like, you know, th- don't fuck it. I, or, or do. I mean, I, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> Natural if you're stupid selection, enough to do you know, that, right. yeah, like, that's on you. That's on you. Darwinism. <laughs> yeah, but geez, I mean, I would like I would like to think that people aren't that stupid, but I, I, I keep getting proven wrong so yeah and people getting mad at me like man let these white uh white supremacists drink bleach shut the fuck up like no man <laughs> i'm not gonna let them do that uh, shit. and this is why we lose man <laughs> right <laughs> the, the fact that we have to say these things no lysol actually came out with an official statement that's what i'm hearing no yeah. I, that's what remember when we posted in in the uh yeah yeah you that's, po- that's, I was what, like, that's really? what i sent you they actually put out an official statement do not drink our shit like it's it's bad that they have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they put a link were... to COVID nineteen facts, and I'm pretty sure the facts in it like don't drink yeah. bleach or do the Tide yeah, Pod challenge. The, remember those uh those one cleaners? They're like those like house cleaners, but they're all like different colors, and people were confusing them with juice. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> like, don't just you remember that? Is do the Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> now you got people yeah. drinking bleach. Like no, it's, we're going backwards. Yeah. You know, to his credit, you know, I don't think he meant I think he was probably thinking of something else, but because he's a moron, he said disinfectant. Right. <laughs> I don't know what he could have been thinking of, but okay. Yeah, I think he probably was thinking of antibi- antibiotic or some shit. Right. <laughs> like another medical term, but 
because he's a fucking he's got shit for brains. He said disinfectant. <laughs> Either way, he's stupid. But <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the problem when your president is telling people to blink uh, drink bleach. That's that's the world we live in now. And we yeah. wonder why we're in the situation we're in right now. But anyway, and that. then he says, "Oh, I was just joking. It was just a joke. I was playing on the fake." Because that's what we need to do. We need jokes right now when people are dying <laughs> yeah. left and right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's a good old a good old prank during a national emergency, <laughs> right? To lighten the mood, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, shoot! What else we got, Eli? Eli. Okay, so this is. This week is like a lot of shit going on, you know, in the media that normally we would celebrate, but we can't really celebrate like we want to. But you have something to talk about. Do I? Yeah. You've been prepping all week for it? Oh, they talking about Alien Week? Yeah. Well, I was going to, I was reading a bunch of Alien comics, yeah, because I was going to uh, write up a, I thought we were going to celebrate Alien Week at Outright Geekery, but I guess we're not. So, <laughs> I, hey, I advertised DCEU week. Everybody shut me down really quick. So that's whatever. <laughs> and then they said something about doing spies, like you know, was everybody gonna just say James Bond and Agents of Shield? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I, guess so, that's I don't a know. Good idea. I, they didn't say anything yeah, else about I, it. Yes. Yeah, so I started reading some, just you know, you know, there's no new comics, so I, I'm going back to shit I haven't read yet. So mm-hmm. I was reading some Alien comics that I haven't read yet and i was gonna write up a, like a list of the best alien comics like a best of alien comics uh article you know um but i you know i read that just last night i read the uh the batman versus aliens part two okay i didn't even know there was a part two they, they made three so i think superman should have uh, yeah. been the third one i heard there's a superman versus aliens yeah um but yeah i i, I remember the first Batman versus aliens back in the nineties where he goes to the jungle and shit. This new one, it popped up on DCU. It takes place in Gotham. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, Batman discovers this, like this corporation has been, uh, you know, doing experiments on, uh, alien human DNA and they're trying to make alien human hybrids and they end up getting patients from Arkham. So, oh, nice. Okay. At the yeah, the third issue, you got a Joker alien, you got a fucking poison ivy alien, and then Batman fights a killer croc alien. So I never knew I never knew how awesome that was. <laughs> never knew I needed that. I never knew I needed an alien cr- killer croc hybrid. In my I mean, it, it sounds awesome. That's the thing about it. You know, like, like <laughs> wow, what if we yeah. did that? You know? Yeah, I was like, holy shit, that's just yeah. The, the killer croc alien hybrid is just dope. So that was a lot of fun. You know, and that would have made my list if I would have wrote it. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, yeah, like, oh, I guess I could tell you this that I actually, because you've been talking about Alien Week, I bought the uh, Alien, like, anthology, like all of them. Okay. Yeah, like. On digital? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got the, I got, like, the, the box set. Yeah, you know? they bought all, it was, it's six movies, right? Okay, so did it include? Oh, it's got so it's got Covenant and got uh, Prometheus and shit. Okay, yeah, thirty dollars. Okay, that's yeah. cool. I think I think that's that was gonna be. I mean, five dollars per movie. Um, some of these I haven't seen in a long time, so I'm just like, hey, why not? I mean, it's a, it was a deal because you kept talking about Alien Week, Alien Alien Week. And I just went on there to look on iTunes, and I saw, oh, they're celebrating Alien Week also. Might as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, I also bought a bunch of other movies. I bought Bloodshot. Didn't see it, but I bought it. Birds of Prey. <laughs> Didn't see it, but I bought it. <laughs> you know, 
It was still going on. I think, oh, yeah. I also saw okay. Bombshell, another Margot Robin movie. Bombshell, which I'm I, honestly, I thought that was a really good movie. I don't know if it won anything, but I feel like it should have won something. Uh, I know, I know it was nominated. Movie, yeah, you know the movie about the Fox News chicks, whatever? Yeah. 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 I'm surprised that movie got made. Like, how did that movie even get made with all the stuff they were doing and they're exposing people and stuff? So, I guess. Mm-hmm. Huh. Pretty cool. Uh, guess we move on, Patty. Can we jump into the bitch game section now? Sure. Okay. I know you got a bunch to talk about, but let me get the stuff I'm going to talk about out first. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, for those that have Xbox Live Game Pass, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Game Pass. So, that's pretty fun. That's the good news. Let me give you the bad news. The bad news is Grand Theft Auto 5 is leaving. So, if you like that game, sorry, but hey, Red Dead Redemption 2, that's pretty cool. I don't know if that if that uh will also affect the PC side of Game Pass, like Game Pass PC. If it does, I will let you know. We'll go from there. Uh, yeah, and Eli, I know that you played a game also. Oh, uh, yeah, I picked up that Predator Hunting Grounds game. Um, and it, it's fun when you can play it. Um, unfortunately, the game is all online, so... It's like the Friday the Thirteenth game. Now, now let me ask you this: Was it a full well, price game? It was forty bucks. Okay, I, I, that makes sense. Yeah, forty bucks, um, and it's like yeah, like I said, Friday the Thirteenth, where you know where you're a predator, and you get to hunt the other players. Um, it's I I've been just playing as a predator. Uh, you can be like the fire team, like the soldiers, and you run around in the jungle. And you get to do shit. Um, and you just, it's fun. It's like, I have a lot, it's a, a lot of fun playing it. It's just a lot of waiting because it's all online. You got to wait for players to get into the round and all that shit. So, you know, yeah, it's a lot of waiting. That's my big gripe about it. You know, I wish eventually when it was Friday the 13th, they ended up doing a camp like a non an offline mode where you can just play by yourself well that's because they kept like uh, patching the game right yeah and i'm hoping that's gonna happen but right now it's all online um I, of course you gotta level up your character I, that's what i was doing all weekend trying to get all my perks and shit and unlock weapons and shit like that um uh, and but th- the cool thing about this game is that there's actually ai you can like you can kill some of those AI soldiers, you know what I mean? There wasn't that in the in the in the Friday the Thirteenth game, you know. There's just random victims you can, you know, that you can go after in this game. So you can, you know, practice your skills and get, you know, and they're easier to kill. Unlike you know the, the online players, they got all their perks and all their pussy protectors and all their, you know, their magic shit that doesn't let them die, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and they're all huddled together. You know, it's hard to kill. I'm, you know, I don't have all the cool shit yet. So it, it, it's a little difficult, especially when they're all grouped together. I mean, you, you don't want to take them on head on. Right. Like, even Predator, Predator even like uh, separated yeah. them and killed everybody. You got to use your stealth. You got to get them. You got to hopefully get them on, on the, by themselves. Yeah, hopefully like isolate one of them. But then you kill them. But then they're they, they They're not all the way dead yet and then the, the other players can revive them so it's actually it's got it's kind of challenging um 
but you know you have the, you have the ability to rip out their skulls and shit and kill them right away but that takes a while so why that's the thing is like so when you're trying to kill somebody everybody else comes at you and just starts shooting you so it's almost you know it's it's really challenging to kill like an online player <laughs> you know because uh, like I said, they're all a bunch of pussies and they all huddle together and stick in groups and they all got their perks and their, you know, their unlockable crap, you know, all the, sh- you know, the shit that protects their pussies, you know, because online players are a bunch of bitches. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so, yeah, but it is really fun. It's fun. You run through the trees. You got the, the laser sight, the, the shoulder thing, and you got your claw. I unlocked like a sword. I unlocked that net gun. Um, so there's a bunch of more weapons I got to get. You can change your helmets and all that shit. And, uh, but that's if you're a predator, if you're the fire team, it's basically a, a cheap call of duty. You know, you're a soldier, you're running through the jungle, you got guns, you know, you got, there's some, there is a mission you can do. Unlike Friday the 13th, you just kind of hid from Jason, but this one, there's an actual mission. You go to a base, you take out an enemy base you find intel, you call the chopper, and then while that's happening, you defend against the predator. So there's shit to do other than just hide, you know. So, but, but it is just a, like a janky. It's it's Call of Duty with shitty controls, is what it is. If you're a fire team, a cheap Call of Duty. Okay, sounds that's why like I, a I, glowing review. Yeah, yeah. I just I, but it's fun. It is fun when you get to play, you know, because. You know the, the the match ends and then you you're wait you're sitting in the waiting room for like ten minutes for waiting for the game next game to start and shit you know so that's what I've been doing all weekend so <laughs> okay awesome uh talk let me see so we got okay have you played the new Call of Duty the the free Call of Duty one no okay so there's a free Call of Duty called Warzone if you want to play that I've never played it people are going crazy over it here and it's fun uh but other I downloaded. It was like ten bucks. I downloaded some of that the Tekken Seven characters. I got like the Negan and Lei Wu Long, who didn't come with the regular, you know, the Lei regular Wu Long game. didn't come with the regular game. No, that kind of, that really pissed me off because he's Are my you guy. Serious? I didn't, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, okay. that's on that's on the PS uh, the the network. What's it called? Uh, PSN. So, yeah. Yeah. That so Tekken says so. I've had that, but then. It didn't have all the characters, so but they were offering like a deal for, yeah, a character pack DLC, and I got ne- Negan from Walking Dead's on there, and Lei Wu Long. <laughs> I got which he should have been on there to begin with. All right, he should have so been that, on there. Yeah. Now that you have that, so are we gonna play for the Outright Geekery stream? If you want, we could. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, I guess we'll talk yeah. about offline. We'll set something up. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me say, we won't move on to the next part of the podcast. Sure. Okay, this is it. Now we're gonna we're gonna jump into it. We, All right. We filibustered and fucked around for long enough, but now we're gonna talk about the book of the week. Like I said, we've been doing uh, classic stories. We've been doing for the while, for the uh, longest, and we've been doing a bunch of X Men books. But we're done with X Men books. Not doing any more of those. Now this week, not only is it Alien Week, it is also the anniversary of Joker. Uh, Joker was actually invented in 1940, so that's 80 years ago. Uh, and also Catwoman also, but no one gives a shit. So, <laughs> what they were supposed to do is that DC, if this whole COVID-19 didn't happen, they were going to release a 80 paid, you know, an 80th anniversary special, you know, like they did with Batman, like they did with Superman, 
and we were going we were planning and i planned this like like back in february we we're just gonna do a whole joker show just breaking down each story of that book but can't do that because that got fucked over so we decided to just do another joker story to celebrate that and we were like wrapping around here what joker story can we do can we do killing joke nah that's been done everybody and their mama has done to killing joke uh can we do dark knight returns nah i can't do that one so any of the older books you kind of can't really do those because they've been done so much so we decided to do i guess like a a new classic i would almost say this is probably like the most memorable joker story of this millennium comic wise you know or this generation you want to put that uh and this is a new 52 book called death of the family now if you wonder why you haven't heard this story the reason you haven't heard of this story because it's new it only came around what like five years ago if that you know maybe maybe seven maybe eight at, at most so it's a fairly 13. new story. Yeah, this isn't like a story from the 80s or the 70s or anything like that. This is 2013 or 14 or some shit like that. So we're just going to uh, just jump into the story and actually start talking about what is going on. So basically the book starts off with a whole bunch of weird shit going on in Gotham. Uh, the river is running the wrong way. Uh, there was a lion born in a zoo, born with two heads. Uh, and they thought, okay, so obviously some weird shit is happening. So while Gordon is at the Gotham City PD... The lights completely get cut off because they got hit with an EMP, and it turns out it's the Joker. Now, why is the Joker there? Because the Joker hasn't been seen in Gotham for a whole year. Last time he was seen in Gotham for a year, uh, he had his face cut off by a villain named the Dollmaker, and he just disappeared, and nobody has seen him since. Now, the face, they kept the face in the lockup room in the Gotham City PD. So, obviously, Joker is there to get his face. But while he's there... He says he cut off all the lights and the uh, police can't see him and he cut off the generator also. He's killing all the police officers one by one, just breaking the neck. Boom, 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 breaking the neck. By the end, boom, when he's finally done with it, he killed 19 police officers by himself in the dark. Mm-hmm. And he in got the his dark. face. Yeah. Without, yeah, without his face. Without well, his, he face. Got his face. Yeah. <laughs> and he left Jim Gordon alive on purpose. Jim Gordon was there the whole time, left him alive on purpose, was telling him all kind of fucked up shit like Gordon. I missed you. You look healthy. And Barbara, where's Batman? Uh, don't worry. He can find me. He has my calling card, you know. And right before, you know, Joker slaps the gun out of Gordon's hand, uh, Gordon, you know, looks around, and it turns out it's Batman, you know, right there. Batman's cut the lights back on. There's no Joker. Joker's gone nowhere. They go to the locker room. They realize he got his face. So they realize that's why he was there the whole time to get his face. So they're like, oh, shit. So he's back on the scene. We got to be prepared for whatever he's planning to do. Uh, Batman goes back to the Batcave. He has a conversation with Alfred. They're like, okay, we need to find out what Bat- what, what uh, Joker's going to do. Game is in the cave also. It's like the Joker. Man, who cares about the Joker? Joker's old news. We've been there, done it. You beat this guy over and over again. Plus, he got his ass whipped by some uh, weak-ass villain called the Dollmaker. So what threat could the Joker be like? Don't underestimate the Joker. He is always a threat, no matter what you what he say. Soon they say that, because it's the Joker, the TV gets interrupted with the program that the Joker wants everybody to see. And apparently he has a, a victim that's kidnapped. It's this, you know, this diamond heir, like this rich kid that's a, from a diamond billionaire. Uh, and he's tied up, and he's wearing the Joker's makeup because the Joker put the makeup on him. And even though he's tied up, the Joker has his hands through his, uh, you know, through his through his coat. And he's basically like miming or mimicking, whatever you want to call it. He's just like, hey, I'm coming. I'm back. And I'm coming after the mayor. And if you want to stop me, you better come get me. And then he shoots the guy on live TV. 
So Batman realized who that guy's son was. And for those that have read the very first Joker appearance back in 1940, like that, this is the son of that guy he killed. So Joker, so Batman's put it together like, okay, so Bat- Joker's reenacting the same kills that he did before. So obviously he's going after the mayor. Next, we need to protect the mayor. He goes to protect the mayor. Well, Gordon protects the mayor, puts all of his police officers there. He doesn't know where Batman is like hiding in the elevator, things like that. And when they have a conversation talking about something, have you seen the Joker? Is the Joker in here anywhere? Nope, can't find a Joker. But when they did that, everybody, all the police officers get killed again. Like Joker's just killing police officers just left and right. You know, the mayor is the only one alive. Gordon is the only one alive and Batman's the only one alive. Everybody else is dead. They've been Jokerized and venomized stuff like that because I think he, yeah, he put poison on the floor. <laughs> and that's what killed him. Uh, but they realized there was three components in there that didn't match up. And it was like, uh, what was it? Chlorine, amphetamine, and fluorine. I'm making up some shit. Uh, whatever it is. Anyway, <laughs> it adds up to Ace. Bat- Batman puts this together. together. Oh, that's Ace. Ace Chemicals. Obviously, that's the next place it's going to be because that's where, you know, Joker has been the whole time. So when he goes to Ace Chemical, he sees the Red Hood, like the old style Red Hood back from the killing joke. He sees that Red Hood. He's like, oh, how I missed you, Batman. He's like, hold up. Batman's like, you're not Batman. You're not Joker. Where's the real Joker? Where's the real Joker? The real Joker is back in Wayne Manor because he knocks on the door. Alfred opens the door and Joker opens the door and beats him with a hammer. And so... Mm-hmm. Once Batman figures out that that wasn't the Red Hood, it was actually Harley Quinn uh, pretending to be the Red Hood. And why is Harley Quinn here? Uh, because the reason Harley Quinn is here is like she hasn't seen Joker in a year also. So she's been getting it on with Death, Death Shot, uh, Deadshot. And Joker finally comes, shows back up and he's like, guess what? I will leave you alone if you help me do this one thing with Batman. But if you don't, I'm going to cut off Deadshot's dick. So you gonna help me out or not you know uh harley's basically just saying like look batman i don't know what you remember from the joker he's way worse than what he was before he's more violent he's more vicious he don't have a face uh and batman realizes also because Bat- joker usually runs with a crew he usually has a gang he doesn't usually do this, do this stuff by himself so it's just him actually doing this crazy shit by himself he's like he's way more vicious it's like when he when he cut his mat when he cut his face off it's like any inhibitions he had all that shit is gone like, he's just more, way more violent, more vicious than he's ever, ever been before. So he goes back to Wayne Manor, you know, looking for Alfred. Alfred's not there. When he goes to Alfred's room, all he sees is a cassette tape. He plays a cassette tape, and all you can hear is Alfred just being tortured. You know, uh, Alfred saying, I can't, where are you, Joker? I can't see you. Oh, you can't see me. I didn't cut the lights off. I just pour ammonia in your eyes, and you're blind now. You know, and you can just hear him, you know, beating him with a hammer in the background, shit like that, and, and Batman's like, oh, shit, what the fuck are you doing with Alfred, you know? So he realized who his next target is. His next target is Gordon. So Gordon is just paranoid. He's uh, not asleep. He's up right now. Batman sneaks to the window. He points a gun at Batman. He's like, oh, shit, Batman. Next time, don't sneak up on me like that. I would have shot you. Batman's telling him, look, you're his next target. Like, how do you know he's his next target? Because I got this cassette tape right here with your name on it from him. And there's no such thing as a Gordon cassette tape company. So obviously, he's coming for you. Uh, and Gordon's like, Batman, I'm not going anywhere. I got to stay right where I am because if I leave, the Gotham City Police Department is going to get scared. They need me to be their, you know, their rock, you know. And Batman's like, no, you're coming with me and pulls a gun on him. You're like, Batman, what the hell are you doing? Look, I didn't come here to argue with you, Jim. You're coming with me right now to a safe house because he's looking for you. I'm like, Batman, you're not pulling me out of the fight. 
I'm not going anywhere. That bastard get nailed to the wall. I'm gonna be there right there with him. And then while he's saying all this crazy shit, that's when he starts like bleeding just out of nowhere. Like his thumb start bleeding, fingers start bleeding, nose, everything start bleeding because Joker, uh, like he had an old picture of himself and Gar and, Bo and Barbara, which he's infected. So Joker has been in Gordon's house that he don't know about it. Uh, his blood has been infected because he's been poisoned. Batman was able to get him to a hospital real quick. But while he was there, he called Nightwing over there also. So Nightwing is there uh, with Batman. And basically Nightwing, and he's telling Nightwing, uh, while you're here, I just want to tell you something that I don't want you to tell anybody else. He kidnapped Alfred. Like, who kidnapped Alfred? Joker. Joker has Alfred. How the hell does Joker have Alfred? reason Joker has Alfred is because Alfred works for Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne funds Batman Incorporated. So obviously Joker, like, Nightwing, like, cut the shit. Does he know who we are? Like, no, nah, he doesn't know who we are. You sure? Like, I'm about positive. He doesn't know who we are. The reason I called him you, because I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go to the, to the Reservoir Aqueduct, because he's reenacting his old crimes he did before. You go to the Aqueduct, stop it, I'm going to go to the Reservoir. I know it's going to be at the Reservoir, because that's why I first met him, I know it's where it's going to be. So, he goes to the Reservoir, and Joker's right there. And he, that's when he says, hello, darling. Now, this is a very important line, because... That's what Scott Snyder is doing in this book. He's actually like everything in this book is like an homage to other Joker, you know, appearances before. Like I said, we talked about Batman 40. This is a, a, uh, a nod to the Dark Knight Returns. You know how you kept calling him Darling all the time and shit like yeah. that. Uh, Eli, let me ask you a question. Did you read mm -hmm. the trade of this or did you read like the individual issues? I read the trade, and but I was also reading uh, like Detective at the time. Mm -hmm. So I I I, uh, I did see the doll maker. I did see all that shit with the doll maker and um and yeah and the shit with the penguin. But I didn't read I didn't read like the you know the the you know uh, Batgirl or any of the other like Nightwing or any of that other shit. Okay, none of that is, it matters. I read all this shit. None of it matters. Reason I'm actually yeah. saying this is because the trade of the uh, the death of the family and the actual individual issues the trade was censored. Oh, really? Yeah, here's the thing. So the dialogue that Joker gives Batman on the bridge is actually a lot more, how do I say it, flirtatious? Uh, homoerotic, oh, if you want to so say they, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the individual okay. issues. You know, he was saying stuff like, uh, like, uh, don't take your love away from me, or, uh, yeah, it's just me and you, baby, or some shit like that. You know, saying some shit. I remember, was, I, do, <laughs> I do remember, like, stuff like that. Like, yeah. But like, in the trade, they took that out. Like, they, they toned all this stuff down. So yeah. they're having a back-and-forth conversation. Like, Joker's, like, really being flirt flirtatious with them. Basically, he's really driving a point home that the whole reason Joker's doing this fucked-up shit because he's in love with Batman, you know. You get yeah. that from the individual issues. You don't get it from the, from the, uh, from the trade. Anyway, uh, but, Batman... But, but, I mean, I got that, but, I mean, are, you, is, are they alluding, like, that it was, like, a sexual uh, attraction? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay, because I never, I never got that. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, in that, in that book, it's, it's there. I mean, like I said, he's flirtatious with it and playing around with it. But it's weird that it's there in the individual issues. But if you read, like, the collective trade, none of that shit is in there. Like, not even the flirtatious, jokey part of it. So, hmm. And there's some other shit later on that you can tell that even Batman kind of picks up on, like, okay, maybe this shit is sexual. You know? Which one was that? Was that, like... 14 or 15 whatever whatever part basically part three and part uh part two and part three so i, I guess that's 15 to 16 
Okay, because I'm I'm opening up. Like I said, if you got the trade, you won't see it. But if you read on the yeah, DCU well, app, you'll see it. Okay, no, this is because I, I read well, both, and there were like two different uh two different dialogues there. But anyway, let's keep going with the story. Uh, Batman is like, okay, Joker, why are you here? He like, look, Batman, we've already done this dance before. I've done this act before, where I get ready to poison the Gotham River. You come here and stop me, beat the shit out of me with a battering. I get maybe a few people, but you stop me overall. So I just skip to the end. I already kidnapped those people right there. I already killed them. And I already blew up the uh, aqueduct. Your boy Nightwing, he's a cotton blast. Like it already happened. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, now we can just have a conversation and talk. Batman gets pissed off, rushes at him. Uh, he runs into Joker's trap, who pins him down on the bridge. He can't move, anything like that. And then right before he can do anything, that's when... No, no, I'm, I'm skipping. I'm skipping. He, now that Batman is tied up and and can't move, uh, Joker's sitting there telling him, see, Batman, all this shit right here, <clears throat> you're weakening what you were before. See, before you would have caught me, you're getting weaker. And the reason you're getting weaker right now is, is because of your family. All the people that hang around you, all those Robins, all those Batgirls, Alfred, everybody else that's slowing you down. And making the game not as fun as it was for me when it used to be when we were younger. Now you gotta leave now. So my plan, what I'm gonna do right now, I'm gonna get rid of all these guys. If I get rid of them, we can go back to the way we used to be. You know. Um. Oh, and since I'm I'm gonna walk up close to you because I know all the bat bird, all the bat families listening to me right now. So I'm gonna say a little something right now. All you bat robins and bat girls and all this shit like that. I got a secret to tell you. I know who you are. And they're like, oh, shit. And that's when the book cuts off and cuts off to the next book. So Joker is saying he knows who everybody is. And he said he's written down in this little black book that he has right there. He says, I know who you are. I'm going to come after you individually. You all have 72 hours to live. And then you're going to die. And not only going to die, Batman is going to kill you. Like, okay. So that's the shit that's going on right now. While that shit is going on, that's when Bullock shows up. Uh, Harvey Bullock because like I said if Commissioner Gordon is still in the hospital Bullock is basically acting commissioner right now and Bullock's like yeah Joker where the fuck you at and Joker's like Bullock I ain't seen you in, in ages where were you I was looking for you at the uh, Gotham Police Department when I was breaking everybody's neck I was hoping you were there <laughs> so I could break yours you know I know where you were you must have been drinking weren't you You, I thought you fell out I thought you uh, told Gordon you were going to stop drinking uh huh you got secrets and then, you know, Bullock's like, hey, shoot this motherfucker. Just just get him done with. Before he can do that, that's when Joker actually, like, uh, hits a cell phone. And he signals the guys in the trees behind the uh, Bullock and his men. And they start firing bazookas and rocket launchers and shit like that. While all this crazy shit is going on, Batman slips out of his gauntlet, you know, to break out of the, the rope. He slips through the ropes and then just charges at Joker and just start beating the shit out of him. Like, where's Pennyworth? Tim, where's right now? Otherwise, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Even worse than what I'm going to do right now. But when he starts punching Joker, since he his hand is exposed, you know, from breaking out of his gauntlets, he gets paralyzed because Joker's face paralyzed and he was expecting to get in contact with Batman's naked hand. So he's just frozen and Batman and he kicks Batman over the ledge. Boom. That's it. But of course, Batman wakes up because he's rescued by the Bat family. So he wakes up by uh, Damien wakes him up and Damien tells him, uh, father, we have company. And he wakes up, and it's the Bat family looking at him, and they're fucking pissed. Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, Red Robin, all those guys like that, they're looking pissed. They were like, okay, what the fuck, Bruce? What the hell is going on right here? How does he know who the fuck we are? 
And Bruce like telling him like he doesn't know who you are. He's just saying shit like that just to fuck with you. Okay, so if he doesn't know who we are, what the hell is this? And and Tim, you know, Red Robin points at the security feed and he sees Joker beating the shit out of uh, Alfred in front of Wayne Manor. He was like, so if he didn't know who he is, how is he doing that? The reason he's doing that is because uh he's doing it because of uh Bruce Wayne because he knows he's funding Batman Incorporated. He's not doing it because he know who we are. He doesn't know who we are. He was like, uh. Are you sure? You're like, okay, I'm going to tell you one thing that might have happened. But I'm telling you, he doesn't know who you are. So I was fighting Joker like one of the, like years ago, like one of my first fights I had with him. He was on a bridge. He was trying to poison Gotham River, shit like that. I punched him off a blimp, and he fell in the bay. When he did that, I drove back in the bat boat, you know, through the catacombs and the caves, shit like that, to the bat cave. And I went to sleep, or at least tried to go to sleep, but I couldn't because I was in a fight with Joker, and he still had me amped up. But a few hours later... I came back down to the back cave and in the water I saw a card. And that same card as the same card that you see in the back cave in every iteration of Batman in the back cave, like the huge Joker card, it's there. He said, That's the card I found in the water. So, but there's no way he could have been in the back cave. That's it's impossible. Because I was five miles underwater going fifty miles an hour. Even if he would have grabbed onto the bat boat, the bat boat would have picked up the weight. So that wouldn't have happened. And if he did hang onto the bat boat that long and I didn't notice it and he got there, he would have tripped an alarm or tripped a sensor or something. There's no way he could have gotten to the bat boat, uh, to, to the bat cave. They're like, so how did the car get there? And he probably put an adhesive to the car or something like that. That's, that's all that happened. But I checked out the car. There's nothing wrong with it. That's it. And they were like, and everybody's looking at Bruce, you're full of, like, Bruce, why didn't you tell us this earlier that he might know who we are? That way we could prepare. He, he's probably coming at the, all of our all of our family right now. He's like, you don't have to worry about anything. Joker is just playing mind games with all of us right now. He's mind fucking us. This argument we're having right now, that's all, he's, that's all of his plan right now. That's what he wants us to do. So this is what I want everybody to do. I want you all to stay away from this case because he's going to come after you. Stay away. Let me handle Joker. And, you know, so everybody's like, oh, no, no. And then Red Hood, Red Hood says, uh, so what you want to do? Stay in this cave? Because this cave is not safe. He's like, yes, the cave is safe. Well, ask Alfred. You're not really like, come on, man. You didn't have to say that shit. That's fucked up. You know, uh, Batman's like, everybody stay in the cave or go somewhere. Whatever you do, whatever you do, don't go to the Joker. I'm going to follow the lead. So this is the lead that Joker, that Batman follows. So when those uh, when Joker hit that cell phone to get in contact with his men to throw bazookas and rocket launches at Gore, uh, Bullock's men and shit like that, he'd use a cell phone to do it. Batman tracked the cell phone signal to a burner phone that was paid by cash at a phone's company store. So he doesn't know who bought the phone, but he knows the time when it was bought. He checked the traffic light, the traffic camera on the other side of that store and saw the guy coming out. I think his name was like Dylan McDade or some shit like that. Might be fucking the name up. Whatever. Dylan McDade, widow, family of four. Batman didn't care. Breaks through his window and beat the shit out of him in front of his family. You know, uh, before he can throw another punch at him, he's just like, he said he killed me. He said he was going to kill me. You're like, who said? Joker. Matter of fact, he's waiting for you right now. He said he was going to kill me and everybody else. Like everybody else where? I'm a, I work for our, uh, I work at Arkham Asylum. That's where he, all the Arkham Asylum guards, he's flipped us. He's turned us. He's threatened us or paid us. We're all working for him, and we're doing a special project just for you. Like, okay, so obviously he knows in the trap. Now, here's the thing, Eli. This next part, 
uh, reminds me of because you're going to Arkham Asylum. It kind of reminds me of Arkham Asylum video game, Again. but it's also that but Arkham Asylum <clears throat> video game is actually taken from Arkham Asylum, Serious House on Serious Earth, the Grant Morrison '90s or '80s book, whatever like that, where he was trapped trapped in Arkham Asylum. Anyway, but it really reminds me of Arkham Asylum. Because when Batman goes to Arkham Asylum and finally gets there, it's the exact same layout. You remember at the beginning of Arkham Asylum when you walk through and you, you got the holding cells right there at the very beginning? That yeah. shit's there. He walks to the next room where there's an elevator shaft there. He goes there and he's like, I'm not going to go that way because I know uh, Joker's waiting for me. So I'm going to go the long route to Jeremiah Arkham's room, which is like the second command center. Because I, I know this is where Joker's going to be hang, hanging out at. So while he goes there, he gets ambushed by all of the inmates in Arkham because Joker has freed everybody in Arkham to just run around and just do it. Like just, just like the video game, basically. Mm-hmm. So all of the Arkham inmates just rush Batman because, and he dressed them up like knights in shiny armor and shit like that. What does Batman do? Throw a smoke bomb down, just like in the game. You know, goes free focus, uh, does his ABB combo, you know, flips over there, 30 hit combos, like beats the fuck out of everybody. One dude even rushes at him with a horse, <laughs> you know, get ready to kill him. Batman punches the horse in the nose so hard, the guy flies off the horse, and Batman jumps on the horse himself. You know, on his way up to Jeremiah Arkham's office, then he runs into the the real Arkham bad guys, you know, like Mr. Freeze, Clayface. Who was the other one? Uh, it was the third one. Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow. Scarecrow, yeah. And, but those three. Batman runs through those guys so fast. Like, I don't know how he ran through those guys so fast. I guess because he was pissed this time. And Joker's like, well, I won't expect you to beat those guys that fast. I'm not even prepared yet. So Batman finally gets to the room, but he's not able to get in the room just yet. What he sees is Joker. Uh, he sees Penguin, Riddler, and Two-Face, but also like the other Arkham security guards dressed up like the Justice League, like Wonder Woman, Superman, Aquaman, shit like that. He was like, you're the real hero we have. That's why we worship you and not these other guys. And he kills the Superman guy. <laughs> you know, We don't like him anyway. Uh, and before he can kill the Wonder Woman chick, Batman finally breaks through, but before he can break through, uh, basically Joker has a trap set for him. And it's like, okay, uh, and Batman's basically like, you know what, Joker? You all is stuck in the trap right now anyway. I have to do anything. I already called Gordon. Gordon, Gordon and Bullock got his guys coming right now. They're going to arrest everybody here. And Joker's like, no, they're not. Look at the TV screen. Look at the TV screen and all of his Bat family and Robins and Batgirls, shit like that. He told them to stay away. All of them been kidnapped. Just that quick. And here's the thing, Eli. This is weird shit. Now, remember I tell you about all the crossover shit like that? Mm-hmm. That's what all happened. They all got kidnapped in the crossover. But it all happened all at the same time. And Joker was there for all of them. How did shit happen? <laughs> I guess comics, whatever. Anyway. Comics? Yes, comics. They've all been kidnapped. Every single one of them. <laughs> uh, and they show each uh, security feed of Joker beating shit out of all of them. So uh, Joker's just like, okay, Batman, you're going to get in this chair. And you're gonna, uh, I'm gonna strap you to this chair, and you're gonna get electrocuted. Because if you don't, they all die. Batman gets in the chair, get electrocuted, and then kill him. Just knocks him out. When he wakes up, he's at the dinner table with all the Bat family. But all the Bat family uh, have all their face wrapped up in bandages, and it looks like blood is on him. It's all reddish and shit like that. And Joker's like, I got a surprise for y'all. He calls out Alfred. Alfred's all Jokerized and shit like that, bringing out this silver platter. Goes the silver platter, which each is sitting in front of him. And it's their faces, you know, on ice in the silver platter. And mm-hmm. Joker's just like, yeah, this, this is the thing. Batman and I had this understanding. 
he doesn't really like any of y'all. I'm really his favorite. Uh, and Batman's like, Joker, you're full of shit. I'm a, and Joker's just like, I'm bring a good point. If you don't think I'm full of shit, you don't think that you just have as much fun fighting me, Batman, as I do, why don't you tell them why you, I want to ask you three things. Why haven't you figured out who I am? You're like, I try to figure out who you am. I don't have any DNA on you. There's nothing on you. You're like, bullshit. You're the world's great detective, right? If you really wanted to find out who I am, you would have found out who I was by now. You don't want to find out who I am. So you know, if you do, the game ends. Also, why haven't you killed me? You're like, because if I kill you, then there'll be another killer uh, because you can't kill one kid. You know, that same bullshit Batman's always yeah, saying shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Joker's like, bullshit. <laughs> the reason you haven't killed me is because you like to keep the game going also. That if you kill one killer, that's just some shit you just tell yourself. You know you want to keep this game going as long as I can. And matter of fact, and, and third thing, why didn't you tell them about the card? You knew that card was back there years ago. Why you just not told them about it uh, two days ago? You know why? Because you didn't want them to know. Because you know secretly you wanted me to kill each one of them. You wanted me to kill him. You want me to kill him, her, that little fucker right there. And you want me to kill him again with a crowbar. That's what you really want. That's why you didn't <laughs> say anything. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Batman's just like, no, nah, you, 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 you're bullshitting. And he's like, uh-uh, don't get up. Because if you get up, you're going to uh, set a dead man trick that's going to set everybody on the table on fire if you come after me. So Batman gets up anyway. <laughs> you know, Batman stands up, but he's got a trick up his sleeve. He's got a bomb. He pulls out of his batarang, throws it to the roof because they're right under, like, the Gotham, you know, river or some shit like that and the river comes pours down and when they get you know start getting on fire it, it you know takes out the fire so while they're doing that shit joker runs off joker runs off batman is just like i'm gonna i gotta free you guys you know and now we're like uh-uh don't go after him we got it we got this we, we'll take care of ourselves so batman runs after joker uh they get into a fight and of course you know batman beats that joker and Bam's just like, look, I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. I know you think we're doing this cat and mouse game the whole time, but we're really having Joker. Because guess what? You don't know who any of us are. And I know for a fact you don't know because you don't want to know who we are. When, when we had that fight and you got on the bat boat, you left the bat boat because you didn't want to know who I was. Because you know if you find out who I am, the game's over. But guess what, Joker? I know who you are. He's like, no, no, you don't. Yes, I am. I'm going to tell you right now. And right before you can tell Joker, Joker's like hanging on the edge of this cavern. He's like, nah, fuck it. I'm, I'm out. He jumps off the cavern himself into the Gotham River. His face flies away and shit like that. And, you know, you know, and he's, he's gone, apparently. Supposedly dead. But that little black book he left there, Batman picks up the little black book to see what all that Joker was writing in the book. And it turns out the book is empty. There's nothing in the book to begin with. Um... So he goes back to he goes back to the Bat family. Everybody is, you know, still reeling. Okay. Oh, the face is one cut off. I don't even know why Joker yeah. did that shit to begin with. You know. Yeah, and you you skipped the part where the two headed lion had the the Joker toxin. It blew up. Oh yeah, because the two headed lion that was born, Joker took that two headed lion. It blew up yeah. and it Jokerized everybody. But somehow they he, fought it off or something. Yeah. Keep keep. <laughs> Put he put a joke he put a bomb inside the inside the lion head, <laughs> which <laughs> the, I thought the was second so, light head, yeah, yeah, which I always thought was so fucking twisted, <laughs> <laughs> and then exploded, and it had the Joker, so he blew up the lion to to poison everybody, 
Right. And <laughs> so they're all Jokerized and they're all beating the shit out of each other yeah. right now, you know, because they all think they're Joker and shit. Yeah. And, you know, Joker, uh, Joker's just like, are you either going to come, you either got to come after me or you got to go save your family. And Batman's like, you know what? My family can fend for themselves. They're going to be all right. And, and he was right. They, they all fended for themselves. They all eventually shook out of that shit. So they come back to the man, Wayne Manor. Alfred is in bed. Uh, you know, uh, Bruce brings him a bell. He like ring the bell once for food, ring it twice for a drink, ring it three times for a real drink. And, you know, uh, Alfred's like, man, kiss my ass, you know. Uh, but right when Bruce walks out the room, Alfred asks him. He was like, okay, what really happened? Tell me the shit you didn't tell them. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so after I got that card, I went to Arkham Asylum as Bruce Wayne. I was walking around. I pretend like I was going to the bathroom while the tour was going on. But, when, but I didn't go to the bathroom. I went to Joker's cell as Bruce Wayne. And I straight up asked Joker, while I'm holding the card in my hand, you left this. Joker looked at the card, looked directly in my face, and then turned right around and looked right back in the wall again. Because the thing is, Joker doesn't want to know who I am. If he, if he even acknowledges that I'm Bruce Wayne, it completely messes up the whole fun and game for him. He only, he only sees me as Batman. That's all he wants to see me as Batman. If it sees me as any other way, it kind of, you know, destroys the illusion for him. So he doesn't care about Bruce Wayne. He doesn't care about Nightwing. Doesn't care about any of that stuff. He just wants to fight Batman and that's it. That's why I knew he would never come after us. And plus, yeah, and Joker, all that shit he was saying about that, why I didn't kill him? Because I was scared that if I kill him, then they might bring somebody back or that's worse than him. Or he might come and, and Alfred just stopped. He like, it's okay. It's okay. You got to tell me. You know, go go talk to the rest of the family, stuff like that. So he te- he gets on the cell phone, texts all the family. He like he want to have a, a final meeting with them, but pretty much every one of them make up a bullshit excuse to not deal with him right now. Uh, Tim's just like, oh, I, I got shit to do, but he really just sitting in the room just watching, you know, TV and shit. Uh, uh, Damon dips out, and apparently, uh, Dick left. Dick was, I think, living at the house or some shit, or living in Gotham. He just leaves. He like, I can't deal with your shit right now. You know. And I think that's how the book ends. Is it, or is it another twist into it? I think that was it. Uh, doesn't like the, the, the chemical compound was off. That's it. Yeah. Because they realized it was a different, uh, another compound in there. And it was, the element was helium, hynium or some shit like that. But it abbreviates yeah. a ha. It's just ha, ha, ha. And that's pretty much it like that. So, oh uh, yeah. Awesome book. I, I, like I said, I, I reread it. I almost feel like if it wasn't in continuity, and they really like went there. It would have been like a classic book, but then you would have had like Joe uh, Robbins getting killed left and right, and it kind of would have you know took the fun out of it. Oh, uh, I do like the callbacks that Snyder was doing in this book, you know, because he had he had uh, illusion illusions from Batman Forty and the Dark Knight Returns and the Killing Joke, because like I said, they showed the picture when Gordon was holding the picture. He had a picture of the Killing Joke in his hand. Um. Joker just look in this was iconic. Like this was like when you go back, like the the most iconic looks that Joker had. Like when you look at uh the Killing Joke when he had the Hawaiian suit on and shit like that. This one, his face is ripped off where he's wearing a mechanic suit with Joe on it. It's just yeah, it sticks out, you know. Greg Greg Capullo, man. Yeah, it was he, a like it was a reinvention of Joker. You know, that's what I like yeah, about that. This he was the perfect artist for this. Um, 
yeah, just just those though yeah, those scenes of him and as and as you read this, as you keep reading and he's got the fa- I mean, he took his face back and he's like he like you know, crudely like would he use the belt and some staples and shit? Right. Just, and just put his to face, his face and stuff, on. yeah. Yeah. And as as the comic keeps progressing, it starts rotting. Like right. the skin is rotting the whole time. Flies like, start fly popping all over him shit. and yeah, he's like a zombie. A zombie joker. Flies are flying around his face. He's yeah, it's it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, just him. Yeah. It just you could just tell that he's more unraveling more more the story goes along. So, oh, uh, like I said, it's it's just like what you said. They just now only thing about the story that I do feel like they ramped up a little bit too. Like made Joker just seem like he was too omnipresent. Especially if you read all the crossovers at the same time. If you read just the main story. Even some of this shit, just like okay, some of this shit just pulling off just a little bit, you know, impossible. But it's a comic. What what can you do? Yeah. You know, and I do like the main theme of the story that basically like uh, the theme is that a family, you know, because like I said, Gordon trying to protect his family and he's going to do whatever he can to protect his family, whether it's right or wrong. Batman doing whatever he can to protect his family, whether it's right or wrong. Joker, maybe he's jealous because he doesn't have a family or maybe he looks at Batman as his family. It's, it's that whole thing. The whole thing about the, the kings and the, the court gesture, like when he goes in the Arkham. Yeah. And he's and Batman's the king, and right. his villains are his subjects. Like each you know, one of them have their purpose to like keep him sharp and keep him like you know Riddler's yeah. strategist that keeps his mind fresh and things and. Yeah, that that's yeah. He's the strategist. Uh, um, what do you call it? The two faces in that judge wig. Like right. he's a judge. He, he he's about law and order. You got the penguin with he's the merchant, and then. Joker is his gesture, the court gesture. Right, the and one that tells talking, the bad news in a nice way. Yeah, you know? yeah he's, he's the one who, who gives him, who's the most, and they always say that the court gesture is always the, the one the king is always closest to because he's, he makes the king laugh and he tells him the bad news. So they have this intimate connection. Um, and that's how Joker sees Batman, that, they're, they're, that that's his family. Batman is a part of this king court you know, royal family. Um, I, 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 that's what I was wondering because it's not that, yeah, because Joker sees Batman as his family. Yeah. Yeah. And he's jealous of Batman's other family. It's just like, I guess that's a, a jealous ex or some shit, you know? And, yeah. Oh, we want to call it. It's also, intro, I always thought it was interesting the fact that, you know, the whole thing about, like, especially at the end, or like, you want to know who I am? Because I know who you are. He's like, no, you don't. You know, and how he doesn't want to know how he doesn't want to know that Batman is Bruce Wayne either. So it's like they both it's like they both they both kind of know they're crazy. I don't think know, Batman knows he's crazy. That's, I think I think that's the whole no, I, point of Joker. That's that's the thing is like it's not that they know that they're. it's like they they're both afraid of not being crazy or something like that. Like they you know what I mean? Like like Joker doesn't want to know who batman really is he just wants to fight batman and batman he's the, 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 he always says oh there's a code there's a there's a I, i'm not gonna kill you because there's a code i don't want i'm the self-righteous fuck i'm, I'm, about, I'm about to say an unpopular opinion eli i'm about to say an unpopular opinion joker okay. was right yeah i think joe i think deep down batman doesn't want to kill joker because i he think then he's gonna He's afraid of then he's just as crazy as he is. 
I don't think so. You know, I think he. I think Joker. Uh, Batman wants to keep the game going. I think he does. I think that's why he didn't kill. That's the main reason why he didn't kill Joker. He wants he game going because it does make sense why he didn't tell uh, Joker. I mean, his family about the card that Joker might have been in there. Why he let Joker slide with some showman shit so much sometimes. I think it is part of the whole. They have this dance going on. I think that's the symbolism. Yeah, of, that, you know, there's this compulsive need that's in Bruce's or Batman's. You know, like, even even another situation. Okay, like the first time when he said he was on the blimp. When he said he was on the blimp and he was fighting Joker, and he said when he couldn't find the Joker, he said that night he couldn't sleep. He could do nothing but think about the Joker at the time. He said that's never happened to him before, where he fought a criminal and he could never just think about anything else but that criminal. He said the first time it's ever happened to him. So yes, there is an obsession both ways with them. Yeah. So I think yeah, there's this equal amount of insanity going on between them both. I think I do think that there's like a reflection. They're a reflection of each other, and and yeah, I, yeah. There's this deep compulsive need for Batman to to not get better. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> for happiness or whatever. You know what I mean? He, there's, he, there's has, like, he has issues. We see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and th- this kind of proves that that you know it's like there's a there's a fear. That he feared, like there's a fear of recovery or something in Bruce. And I think that was exposed here. I think it's the fear of recovery with the Joker. Well, not that he's going to recover, but he sees it. He see, he Joker feels that Batman is crazy. But the more he surrounds himself with, you know, a support system like the Bat Family, like Dick and Damien, else like that, it makes him saner. Yeah. So, well, for one thing, yeah. insane people don't know they're crazy. <laughs> that's true <laughs> so i that's what i'm saying is like i think there's a that like there's a comfort there's a certain comfort that batman feels and yes to this dance to this thing that they have this relationship he has with the joker and and yeah he doesn't yeah deep down he's afraid to give that up you know yeah, that's I mean, because how they, I they see each other on and that's that's the main thing they were saying because i remember when gordon was saying because that's the thing with, with the Joker. Nobody can figure out what the Joker is. And if, if you ever write a, if you ever read a Joker story where he just does random shit, you know what the fuck is going on? That's a bad Joker story. The Joker always has a method to his madness. The point is nobody can figure yeah. this shit out. And Gordon's and that's a, yeah. And that's the thing, is like maybe Joker isn't as crazy as he thinks he is. If this guy the, is so he's smart. Not. He's not. That's the thing. If he's so smart and clever that maybe he's really not insane, because this is all premeditated shit he's doing but here's the so, thing but but gordon specifically says like you have to be insane to have a mind like him to figure out what the hell is going on and batman flat out said yeah i know what's next going on so that tells you right there that the only reason batman knows how joker thinks is because he's just as crazy as the joker yeah and that they're really maybe they're really not that crazy and maybe joker fears that he's not crazy because that was his excuse the whole time that maybe deep down, deep down, Joker's not insane. He's just an asshole. <laughs> Pretty much. Because he, he, everything he's doing, he has a plan, a motive to it. Yeah. But it's like, unless you're, unless you're Batman, you don't know it. You're just like, oh, he's yeah. just doing just random shit. No, he's not doing random shit. He, everything is completely planned out. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah, it's all premeditated. That, that's not going to fly in court. You planned this. You right. Know? So you were of, you were of sound mind. You know, <laughs> yeah, 
uh, yeah, you can't say, oh, the, 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 the voices in my head made me do it. No, he knows what he's doing. Right. <laughs> he he's not imagining any of this shit. All of this is completely thought out, you know. Yeah, he's just he's just a psychotic. <laughs> yeah, he took a whole year to plan this shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So just yeah, in- interesting very interesting uh, psychology. This is the book that got me back into comics. You know what? You know? This is this I think this is the book that uh got a lot of people back into comics because I think this is the first book. Okay, like we first jumped on Facebook and social media and Twitter around this time like that. This was like the first book where you started seeing comic scans popping up and you were like, what the fuck is this? You know, yeah. you see Joker yeah. with his face cut off. You, you get no context. You just see just a panel of this and, and like scans to pop up. And it was a lot of scans coming from these Batman books. That's why they were yeah. selling so much around that time. Yeah. And I remember like, cause you know, I, you know, I, you know, throughout the years, I've, I've, you know, I'll stop reading comics and kind of fall behind and, you know, I, I just fall behind, you know. And then, you know, it was right, I think it was, yeah, it, it, like a, the Avengers movie came out and, you know, superheroes were kind of in. And I took my kid to see, uh, uh, no, I took him to the, to level up the, the game store because it was a video game store, you know, and they had board games, but they had a comic section, you know, and I was there and then I was like, oh, they got a comic section. So I went and looked at looking around. But I remember hearing about that. I remember hearing that story. Like, hey, there's a story that where the Joker rips off his face. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that sounds fucked up, right. you know. And then I heard, I heard it was drawn by Greg Capullo, and I and I knew him from Spawn. I was like, that sounds awesome. I want to check. And the that thing, out. I've so, never heard of Greg Capullo at the time, but I looked at the yeah. artwork. I'm like, this shit looks like Spawn. So I just yeah. put two and two together, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at this, I'm at level up with my kid, getting him a game. And then I just happened in the comic book section and I just asked him, Hey, what's that? I just asked somebody there. What's that story where Joker rips off his face? <laughs> and the, oh yeah. We're, that's only, we're only in this. At the time it was only like in the second issue. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's, it's right here. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. And he showed me and then he gave me, it, it start really starts out here. And it, he gave me the detective trade with the, the doll maker or whatever. Right, like, where he cuts it, his face this off. This is like the very it. beginning when it happens, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool. I want to check this out. So that's that was what got me back into comedy. And ever since then, that's here I am now with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know this, so yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this I, I, well, I think we did like a poll. I think we both agreed because I think we did polls on ourselves uh, about the New Fifty Two, and I think this was both our favorite New Fifty Two story, like period. You know, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I do. I, yeah, the Court of Owls was pretty cool too. Yeah, you know, Year Zero was I. You know, and then the whole, and then Robot Bat Robot Gordon was. Eh, it wasn't was bad. Everybody shit on that book. Of it. it it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. Was it, that Endgame? No, no, no. Endgame. Endgame was when Joker came back. You know, fixed his face. Yeah, Joker came back. This yeah. was, that, that, that that arc where Gordon was with that RoboCop bunny and shit. That was super heavy. That was it. Matter of fact, let's talk about let's talk about uh Steve Capullo, uh Scott Snyder's and Greg Capullo's whole run. This entire run was awesome. Like we're talking about uh Death of the Family. Honestly, you need to read the entire run from beginning to end. Court of Owls all the way to to Super Heavy, you know. Because honestly, I feel like that run, that fifty two issue run, is one of the best continued runs by like two creators. Of all time, I'm putting it up with anybody. I'm putting it up there with Stan and Jack, because it was just an awesome story what they did, and plus everything in this story actually even rolled out to other ish, uh, other stories and became bigger. Like 
a Dark Knight's Metal. You know, a lot of the, yeah. the seed planting for that story, you know, came from this new 52 run. You know, yeah. and was then, it last night? Was it last night on Earth supposed to be a uh, one of their last stories before Rebirth happened? And right, like because there's a lot of shit that happened because they uh, basically uh, Batman built a machine to repair his memory, some shit like that. That machine shows up in Last Night on Earth, so all of this shit is connected. You know, but uh, it all starts here. You know. Yeah. So that yeah, was so that, awesome about this. So yeah, yeah. so if if we want our recommendation, don't just pick up Death of the Family. Pick up this entire. New 52 run, I guarantee you, you would not be disappointed if you are. Eli will give you your money back. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you can find me, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they do find you, good luck with that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because it is. It, like I said, this is what got me back into comedy. This was like the first book that I started regularly collecting every yep. month. This in Detective. And then I started, what's, what else was good? And then, you know, I started reading the new Marvel shit. And, you know, I think what was going on right then when the, with the, what's that story with the, where the, where the, where the, the watcher died. What was it called? Original uh, sin or Original something? sin. Yeah. I, I think that was going on at the time. And, you know, um, so yeah, that was like me getting back into comics and shit. And it was, it, it was shit that the, you saw, you was like, huh? It look interesting. I want to see what happens with that. That's how it should be. It should be some shit like, I want to see what happens go with it. It shouldn't be some fucked up shit like you just need your reaction. Like, it, it shouldn't say, no, I don't want to see what the fuck happens with next with that story. It shouldn't be that. You know? Yeah. Because I, I, you know, every now and then I'd pick up a book. I'd, I, you know, I remember when Frank Miller did uh, All-Star, was it All-Star Batman? With I'm the goddamn Batman and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I remember when that. I, I, him and Jim Lee. That was him and Jim Lee, right? I was like, I got to check that out. I remember when he, Jim Lee did Hush. I was like, well, I got to check that out, you know? Right. So I would always sort of come back and just kind of check out books from time to time, but I wasn't like regularly following anything. Right. And this it's just is some what, shit yeah. like, it's just some shit that just uh, starts trending on social media. Like, this book yeah. was trending, like, if it's in, in a good way. Like, I want to yeah. know what the fuck happens, you know? And, the, and, the, and then Hush and, and All Star, those were just, you know, just those are just, you know, self-contained stories. This wasn't a continuous run like Capullo and Snyder. Right. You know, so like I said, when I heard that, yeah, when I heard about the story and I heard that Greg Capullo, I was like, no shit, that sounds awesome. I'd like to check that out. And then, you know, I kept I kept with it, you know, so. And just Capullo's artwork, just he by far better than Jim Lee. That's the crazy shit about that. Like Jim Lee was on Just League and I was like, no, I want to see what Capullo can do, you know. Well, Jim Lee's good at everything, you know, he yeah. just, he's just good, you know, yeah. but Greg Capullo has a certain style that yeah. just marries so well with the Batman universe, you know, like I said, when I heard that, I was like, Capullo on Batman, that's like perfect. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean, because Tommy Fallon could draw the shit out of Batman when he did do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's just got so much mood, like those, those dark shadows and. You know, that's the that, that it it was basically Batman in the Spawn universe. Basically, and it fits, you know. You know. Yeah, you know um, those those yeah those pan, like I'm looking at it now. We're we're the beginning with Gordon going through the the, the police station. And it's all it's just the shot the the flashlight. And the it's a horror movie. It's a horror scene. It it is. It's like and it's awesome. You know. Like because you know Gordon that had the one, flashlight. He's putting the flashlight on. Can't find Joker. You know. Yeah, that panel. 
with uh, where Joker reveals the 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 faces of of uh, you know the Bat Family. Yeah. When they're at the table, that's what's like a heart, you know. And they're <laughs> right. That panel is so sick. Yeah. And he's got the lion head. He's got the lion in his. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what about that. That fucking lion. Because like, he, he was just pitting the lion the whole time, you know, like yeah. all throughout the story, you know. Yeah, and then he blows it up. At <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm not, I, I can't say I'm an animal lover, you know, but I even though I, I thought that, that was pretty, I thought that was pretty cruel. I mean, yeah, it was a two-headed <laughs> lion. I mean, I don't know how bad you could feel about that, but, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Any, anything else we got to talk about this story or... Uh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we I, just want to just get in and awesome. get out. Yeah. yeah, I just want to talk about a Joker story because I do feel like this is the best Joker story of this generation, especially since it, uh, you know, has so many elements of other Joker stories also, which is pretty cool too. So, yeah, yeah if you listen, it's a to, Joker for, yeah. yeah, it's a Joker story for this generation, for a new generation, basically, because it's, you know, it's people, almost a retelling in a way. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's updated. I mean, people could go back and like read Dark Knight and, uh, you know, or Killing Joke, but even those are dated. You know, you can right. tell those are dated. This is something creepy and, and cool for like, you know, millennials. Yeah. And, and plus, <laughs> I feel like that this book is one of the best explorations of Batman and Joker's relationship. Yeah. I feel. For, for, for kids who grew up on the Nolan trilogy, this is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the, Scott, the Snyder score is story that you want, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, if you listen this long, if you like, share, subscribe. We have a other podcast. Uh, check out Eli's fifteen other podcasts. Uh, Eli, plug them all. Okay. Well, of course, Geek Savs is the name is the main one. Um, I'm doing the Clone Wars Escape Pod, which has only got like two episodes left since the season is almost over. But I'm just reviewing uh, each new episode of the Clone Wars every week. And then me, Ogar, and Logos are doing the Riddle of Steel. And that's just all on uh, Conan, Conan the Barbarian, and then and then I'm I've been dropping in on Gomer's uh, super happy fun time show or whatever. Oh, I, I was on it too. Like you was on one yeah, day, and I, I was on the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that one. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. yeah so, so pretty fun. Pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, what else we have? Uh, we also have uh, Comic Cast. They recorded tonight. I think they just did a freestyle episode. I have no idea what they talked about. I'll check it out later on. See what they did. Uh, this Geeks and Comics, I, I doubt they are doing anything. <laughs> so we just not going to talk about them. We're just going to uh, ignore them. Uh, Instruments of Destruction. Shit, we can't really, I guess we're the only ones doing anything because everybody else can't do anything because all the other comics are pretty much done right now. Yeah, Get I mean, Valiant. Get Valiant can't talk about shit. There's nothing out. <laughs> I, but I guess they'll, they'll do something. They'll find something to talk about. I don't know. Uh, check them out if they're doing something. I don't know. Reread all reread old issues that are five years old. <laughs> oh no! Go back to the nineties. <laughs> go back to the nineties. Yeah, Magnus Robot Fighter. Magnus know. Robot Fighter. Do it. <laughs> the dude in the go-go boots and the dress. Yeah. Go for Get it. Get mad OG with it. <laughs> right. Oh God! Don't listen to this shit. He don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. And next week, like I said, we're just gonna keep the trend going. Hopefully, everybody's loving the new, uh, well, at least can tolerate the new format. But we're just gonna keep it going. Uh, we got some new books we're going to, well, old books we're going to review, but it may be new to you. And we're going to stick with some more classic. I got a classic one that I think about that, you know, may be pretty interesting, you know, that a lot of people have been talking about. But we'll, we'll let you know what we do. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. 
We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence.